I feel a bad moon rising. And the reason I feel a bad moon rising is because I have a feeling one of you listening is hanging a moon right now. Now, that's a pretty harsh accusation, but I stand by it. Pull up your pants, you naughty little boy or girl. Uh, Welcome to the Harland Highway. It's me. Yeah, that's right. Harland Williams scolding you right out of the gate. But don't worry. It will get more pleasant as we go along, as we talk about so many things today. Speech impediments. Speech impediment. Uh, We're going to be talking about sewer lids. Yeah, amazing topic. You won't find that on any other podcast. How about your cell phone? Did you know your cell phone is helping to murder? Yeah, wait till you hear who you're murdering every time you use your cell phone. Fascinating stuff. Um, Zits. How many of you still get the zits? Well, let's talk about proactive zit cream. Or maybe we shouldn't unless we're a billion-dollar celebrity. Um, And one of the leading causes of zits... I have no scientific proof, but it's possible. Pizza. Let's talk about pizza slices. And who loves pizza more than anyone else? Stoners. Yeah, let's get into stoners. Let's get into all of it. Let's get into a new intro for the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. All right, do you stay up late at night and you watch TV? You watch some kind of show, you can't sleep, and then all of a sudden these infomercial comes on, and there's that one infomercial for Proactive. You know, the zit cream. And for some reason, all these celebrities have signed on. P. Diddy and Jessica Simpson and the like. And I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm buying it. I mean, you've seen there's Jessica Simpson standing there with big greasy zits bubbling out of her face. She looks like she just took a tour of Chernobyl over in Russia. Her chin's all bubbling and her cheeks have more pus than a dying seal on a beach, man. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are these guys really sitting at home, these trillionaires, these big celebrities... If they get a zit, are they really sitting at home looking in the mirror and popping it and putting zit cream on it? Are you kidding me, man? These guys go right to Beverly Hills and they're like, Oh my God, doctor, I have like a zit on my face, so could you cut my face off and give me a facelift? Yeah, just put a new face on there. Well, what about your proactive cream? Screw that crap. Give me a new face. Vanessa Williams. I mean, what's she doing on there showing her zit? She's like almost 50 years old. Beautiful woman. She's on there showing off her zits. What are you eating, Vanessa? Fries and pizza and onion rings all day, man? What's next for you? You're going to go through puberty, maybe? Proactive. I think these celebrities are getting like a buck a pop for every unit they sell. I think I'll just do it the old-fashioned way, man. 
Look in the mirror. Pop them. Go through the pain. Save my zip cream money to buy some more fries. Mm -mm. It's a vicious cycle here on the Harland Highway. All right, a gross way to start the podcast, but, you know, it had to be talked about. I have to talk about all things, all things in the universe, including, oh, Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, 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 what the hell? <laughs> Good Lord, Charles Nelson Riley. Does anyone even know who that guy is anymore? He was like this 1970s, 80s flamboyant character actor, and he thick glasses, and oh, he used to have these fits of energy where he just like, oh, 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 oh Charles. Oh, oh. <laughs> Anyways, how about a heartwarming story, huh? It's kind of a weird one. And it's it's kind of a little bit funny, but it's also kind of like heartwarming. And it, it's not funny in a mocking way because it's a bit of a sensitive topic, but it's funny in just the way life's funny. And let me tell you what it is. I was at one of these Lowe's places. You know Lowe's? Or they're like the uh, upscale Home Depot. Hey, man, you want to go to Home Depot? I'm sorry, sir. I shop at Lowe's. Oh, well, excuse me. That's okay. Why don't you get on your knees and lick my riding boots clean, you pig? Oh, okay. <laughs> right? Lowe's, right? And so I'm at Lowe's, and I, I bought a bunch of stuff, you know, for doing home repairs and garden work and construction and all that crap. All the stuff the guys buy, right? And uh, I get up to the uh, the counter... And there's this fine young gentleman, a young uh, African-American guy. And um, I get up there and uh, I say, hey, man, how's it going? And he's like, I was kind of like, oh, oh, he must have been mumbling. And, you know, then we were going through the thing. And then I had to order, I had to order like this tool shed thing, right? I'm putting up a little shed to put all my tools in. Because Senor Fuentes won't do it. And uh, and I started talking. I said, so uh, how much is this shed thing? Can you look it up for me on your computer? And he's like, um, yeah, how much is it? And I realized that the guy, I, I guess he had some kind of speech impediment where he could not formulate words. But what he had learned to do is kind of do and say everything in the rhythm of of how he probably expected people to hear it, right? So even though he wasn't articulating words like, oh, yeah, the cabin's $374, he was like, and you didn't understand a word of it, but what you got was the cadence, and in your head, your brain almost went, Oh, that's $735, right? And then there was a bit of confusion, and I thought, man, what's going on here? You know, this is a little awkward. I think I'm understanding what he's saying. And then then we hit kind of a a roadblock. There was something he couldn't figure out in the computer, so he called one of his supervisors over. 
right? So the supervisor comes over, and she wasn't privy to our conversation, and 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 she walks up, and he's like, and she was just like, oh yeah, that's an aisle seven, and uh, that's three hundred ninety-five dollars, and we can bring that right up for you. And I was looking at this guy, sweet guy, like young guy, probably like in his late twenties, you know, making an honest living, working the cash register. And I admired the kid because, you know, he just c- clearly could not speak, but yet he just kind of existed as if as if he could speak. And he didn't seem to have a problem with, if you want to call it a handicap, um, and he just kind of carried on as if the world kind of, you know, not revolved around him, but that everything was okay and everything uh, was functioning and... And uh, it was just kind of fascinating how I kind of fell into place with his his kind of, if you want to call it, a language. You know, was, I, I don't want to be mean, but it was almost like talking to a Muppet, right? It was like, like Beaker from uh, Sesame Street or something. I, I didn't know what language. You know, I, I might as well have walked up and said, hey, man, how much of these light bulbs you got? You know, some kind of ancient language. Or the guy might as well be uh, speaking Korean to me. But yet somehow I I was able to go along with the... And and in a way it was kind of comical because I got pulled into this weird gibberish. But at the same time it was heartwarming because it worked. And this kid wasn't letting his, uh, his impairment slow him down. So how about that for a sweet, wonderful, loving, you know, construction, warehouse, tool-buying story? Yeah, well, I know a guy over at uh, Home Depot who's got a cleft lip and nubs for legs. I say, that's why I don't shop there. The most I can tolerate is a speech impediment. Now get down on the ground and lick my heels. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> So there you go, man. Um, I hope I communicated that story clearly enough. Oh, thank you. Okay, good. Uh, Let's move on. Hey, Harlan. Just wanted wanted to say what's up. Just noticed that you haven't had any much donors on your show lately. Your listeners donors on your show lately. Like, what's going on? We're, we're underrepresented for that. Anyway, hey, you're doing a free job on a podcast. Keep that back. <laughs> Dude. There was like a, like a guy standing outside my house the other day, man. No, he was... Uh... There was this guy, and he was, like, standing on my lawn, right? And, um, (laughs) I mean, uh, he was just standing there, like, holding out his arm, right? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, (laughs) what are you standing on my lawn for, man? Like, why why you got to have your arm out, right? (laughs) And, um... 
And then I realized, like, I wasn't in my house. I was like... I was like... I was at 7-Eleven, man, and, and the guy behind the counter was, like, putting his hand out, saying, um, here's your change, dude. And I was like, oh, what? Ch- what? 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 Why do you want me to change, man? He's like, no, dude, here's your change. And I was like, well, why are you, like... <laughs> Standing on my lawn, man. And uh, that's when he called the um, the cops. <laughs> wow, I smell bacon, man. I have a question for you people, you faithful listeners here on the Harland Highway. You ever run over a manhole, a sewer cover, or you're walking down the street and there's a sewer hole cover and there's like smoke coming out of it and steam? It's just kind of sizzling up and wafting out into the air and drifting away. You just kind of take it for granted. Well, I can't do that anymore, man. I mean, what is, what's going on under the earth that we don't know about? Who's under our city streets? Is somebody down there, like, smoking salmon? Is there a guy down there curing a ham? Are some city workers down there with the hibachi having a barbecue? We think they're down there uh, treating our water or checking on electrical cables and they're down there tailgating down in the sewer pipes whipping up some Oktoberfest sausage on their hibachi hello and if they are I want to get down there I mean what is smoking down there people is there like a troll with a giant cigar down there just kicking back with Shrek telling war stories some guy down there steaming vegetables oh we got honey garlic vegetables, we got steamed peas, we got broccoli, we got, oh, we got the snow peas, we got the cauliflower, we down here under the earth, make a stir fry. Yeah, my buddy Charlie Lee's under there making a big stir fry. Getting hungry just thinking about it. We're going underground, people. I'm gonna hit the subway, see if I can get myself a nice bowl of hot soup. Steaming right underneath the Harland Highway. And here's an interesting factoid. I don't know what a factoid is. I just thought I'd say it. I I was going to say fact, and I said factoid, which sounds like a, you know, an invader from another planet. The infectoids are coming. Um, If you go to the city of San Francisco... And I know you will after this little story because you'll, you'll, you'll just have to. You can't resist. You, you have to go verify. But I was in San Francisco recently, and um, they have the most manhole covers I've ever seen. And I never would have noticed it, but my limo driver from the airport to the hotel, as we're cutting through the city, he pointed it out. He was a soft-spoken guy, and he's like, look at all the manholes here. 
Look at you see all the manhole there. They just got hundreds of manhole more than any other city I ever did see. And I looked, and sure as uh, Sharpe wrinkles, there were like manhole covers on every corner. There were manhole covers beside each other. I mean, how often you see that where there's like a manhole cover, and then two feet away there's another one. I could see that being a random fluke, but in San Francisco, sometimes there was two, three side by side. I'm like, what? what who built this city? The 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 the, the people who invented whack a mole. I mean, I've never seen so many holes. It, look, it looked like a, you know, I was waiting for prairie dogs to pop up in the streets of San Francisco. Hi, I'm a prairie dog. I'm a San Francisco prairie dog. I want to come over and eat your wheat. Excuse me? You heard me, biatch. I'm a San Francisco prairie dog. Bend over and give me your wheat. <laughs> God. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's a tourist attraction to you. I don't know if that's like Stonehenge or the pyramids or, uh, you know, you want to call up your travel agent. Hey, uh, I want to go on a trip. I want to see something I've never seen before. Give me one of the ninth wonders of the world type of thing. Well, let me tell you, San Francisco is world famous for hundreds of thousands of sewer grate holes. What do you mean? Well, you know when you flush your kinky turds down the toilet? (laughs) God. Um, so there you go. If, if you're a fan of cir- circular objects, if you're a fan of heavy metal, and I mean the actual metal, like iron ore, uh, if you're a fan of, of streets that are on, on steep inclines, uh, San Fran is your place to go, man. Go on a manhole tour. That, I don't know if you should say that. That sounded a bit homoerotic. Yes, would you like to go on a manhole tour of San Francisco? Um, I'm married. What exactly do you mean, a manhole tour? Oh, I think you know what I mean. Um, I'm going to pass. Okay, do you have any friends? I got to go. Okay, can I watch? No, I don't, I don't, I don't mean go tinkle. Oh, major disappointment. <laughs> All right, let's get just because it's Sam Fran. Do I have to go like effeminate? Do I have to go down Gay Street just because it's well? I guess you do because it's a huge gay population. So consider that a little tribute. <laughs> yeah, gay guys are going up yours, gay prairie dogs. What you have a problem? Bend over and give me your wheat crackles. Okay, enough. I don't know what wheat crackle. Cr- cr- I don't know what wheat crackles are. Let's move on. Oh, I bet you don't know what wheat crackles are, ass. I said let's move on. Let's. Okay, you ready for the latest buzz? And when I say buzz, I'm talking about the bumblebees out there. Here's some weird science. I don't know if it's true or not true, people. But they're claiming cell phones are interfering with bumblebees. Every time you use your cell phone, it throws off the the bee's homing device or their trajectory to their 
flowers or it interferes with their, I don't know what they use or how they work. All I know is they buzz around, and if I get too close, they sting my ass. But now they're saying it's a possibility that cell phones are interfering with the bumblebee's daily duties, which is to fly around and pollinate flowers. If the bees don't make it to their flowers, they don't get the pollen, and then it affects the whole chain and their whole life cycle, and in turn, no more honey is produced. And where I'm going with this is every time you use your cell phone, you are helping to murder Winnie the Pooh. Okay? I don't eat honey that much, people. I don't care. Let the honey stop. But what happens to this society? What happens to the United States of America if we lose the beloved Winnie the Pooh, the little Pooh Bear? May I use your cell phone, Mr. Rabbit? Or if I can't use your cell phone, could I have some honey, please? So... Hang up your cell phones. Go back to your landlines. Let the bees go and hump the flowers. Do their pollinating and let everything get back to normal in the hundred acre woods. Is there any more honey? Oh, stuff and fluff. Shiver me timbers, Christopher Robin. Um, speaking of sweet things, who loves their pizza, huh? Huh? You like your pizza, huh? Could it be more annoying, huh? You like your pizza guy, huh? Oh, 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 Charles. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. Um, what is happening to pizza slices? Have you seen some of the ones that you buy at, uh, you know, if you go to the mall? Not not Domino's or, uh, you know, well, you know what? Maybe Domino's. I've never ordered, the, but there's this deep pan pizza thing they have, right? And I mostly see this at malls when you're walking through the food court or at the airport or anywhere where there's a food mall and they've got the slices out on display. And these deep pan slices are just getting thicker and thicker and thicker. I saw some kids the other day jumping up and down on a slice like like it was one of those balloon houses, right? I mean, it's just it's too thick. It can no longer be called a pizza. It, I think you just got to go straight to pie. You know they call them pizza pies? Well, they're called pizza pies probably because they're cut in, in you know, pie slices, right? And they're round. But these these thick slices now have the density, have the thickness of a traditional slice of, like, blueberry or raspberry pie. Or you ever see a lemon meringue pie? Right, and they sit there, and they're they're like three feet high. I saw a pizza slice the other day that if I fell into it, I would have drowned. It had pineapple and ham, and and the toppings were thick enough, but the the base of the pie was was it was like it was literally like if you were to stack three slices of white bread on top of each other, that's how thick it looked, and then you put all the toppings on top. It's just, I, I think it's uh, sacrilege. That's not the way pizza should be. That that should be called, you should call that like pizza mattress. Literally, you could make, they look like dog beds. They're, they're so thick and foamy looking 
and then you see that warm bacon on top and a you know a nice pineapple slice. You, you can just picture your golden retriever. Come on, get over there, Rover. Go lay down. Lay down on your bed. Lay down on your pineapple pepperoni slice. All right, then eat it. You know, I, I can picture a dog curled up on these big foamy giant pizza slices. You know, the the first responders should use those at the fire department. We got a uh, jumper. We got a jumper down on 4th and 9th Street. All right, bring out the pizza slice. Let's go. Let's go. What flavor? Uh, Give me the green pepper, the mushroom, and the olives. No meat? All right, bring me the pepperoni, too. Come on. Let's go. You know, you got a jumper down on uh, some suicide guy. Just slide a giant uh, pizza slice underneath, man. I mean, I could see the stuntmen using these in the movies, you know. It's just like they're getting too thick. I don't even know how you could physically eat one either. That's crazy. How do you digest that? How do you even get all that into your stomach? And I'm talking one slice, man. So, you know, cool it. Pizza makers, cool it, man. It's just uh, you, 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 you're you starting to distort uh, what pizza is. You know, there's a tradition to pizza. There's a there's a something we had come to expect with our pizzas with a pizza slice. It's already weird enough that they have the uh, thin crust. You ever you ever eat a thin crust pizza? The, the crust is thinner than the slice of pepperoni on top. Like, wait a minute, what's wrong with this picture? You you go to put it in your mouth, you get paper cuts in your lips. Ow, God, I just got a paper cut. Well, how the hell did that happen? Eating a, a thin crust slice? I mean, you could throw those things like ninja stars. They're so light. I go down to the lake and skip them across the pond. Yeah, I went from lake to pond in one sentence, okay? There there was some dehydration between when I said lake and pond, so the lake shrunk and technically became a pond. You don't think I'm aware of my little blunders? <laughs> but no, I go down and skip uh I skip the thin crust pizza slices across the pond and go fishing. I mean, it's crazy. I, I guess you're figuring out I'm just a traditional pizza slice guy, right? I like the good old normal thickness. I think they got it just right the first time around. I'm I'm betting it took, uh, you know, half a century to get pizza to the state of where everyone was like, there we go. Hey, we got the perfect thickness and the perfect dimension. We got it into the triangle. Hey, we put the pepperoni. We put the olive. We put the onions. Hey, hey, hey. Someone come and rub my forehead. I don't know what that part meant, but, you know, I threw it in there. And then they go bugger it all up with these, uh, you know, space tile thick slices and these, uh, you know, these slices that are so thin, if you, if you can't finish the pizza, you start doing origami. Uh, Jim, what the hell is that? Oh, that's a uh, bacon, mushroom, and pepperoni swan. Okay, I got to go. Where are you going? I'm going to go to Lowe's. Oh, I do Home Depot. Well, up yours. Oh, God. What am I doing pulling earlier bits into the into the later bits? That's not, is that cool? I don't know.
All right, but what is cool is, well, it's not that cool. It's kind of sad we're at the end of the podcast. I hope you're probably hungry now, right? Probably a good way to end the podcast. I talk about pizza. <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. Let's all go get a pizza, man. I wish Charlie Lee made pizza. Up yours, funny guy. I make stir fry underneath the pavement. See, I pulled in another bit from earlier. That's crazy. Um, and speaking of crazy, you can come see me, Mr. Crazy, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. I will be at uh, Hilarity's Pickwick and Frolic Comedy Club uh, September 8th through the 11th. And then uh, the following weekend, you can catch me in Baltimore doing stand-up comedy the 16th and the 17th in Baltimore. So, uh Good stuff coming to the East Coast. Get your fix of yours truly. And uh, don't forget, check out uh, harlowwilliams.com. You can send me emails at harlowwilliams.com. You can call and leave a message, even if you're like a stoner, man, because I want to keep representing the stoners. That guy probably loved the pizza bit. He probably got halfway through it and was like, I got the munchies, man, and he ran out the door. But you can leave your messages, 888-500-2090. And uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for riding along on the Harland Highway. Great to have you. Tell your friends all about it if you can. We'd like uh, to share the highway with as many as possible. And uh, you know what? Until next time, what can I say but chicken chow mein, baby. How about some underground stir-fry, funny guy? And the only reason for being a bee is to make honey. And the only reason for making honey is so I can eat it.